And just like that, back to all the noise, to screaming kids in trucks and buses and trains. Hmm. You ready for this? place called California and all of the rest of you who are listening overseas and in Europe. Welcome back to the podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Whitebeard and standing right next to me is TK. Welcome back everybody to the Whitebeard and TK podcast. It has been a very while, very long while. I was going to say a minute. I was gonna, it was, I was going to say a lot of things. It has been a while since you have heard from us. It's been a while since we've spoken to you. It's been a while since a lot of things have happened. But a lot of things have happened in that long while that you, or while, since you have heard from us. If you're here, you've seen the title. And if you're here, then you've also saw the picture. And if you're here, then you're also probably one of the subscribers who watch and, and listen for the podcast. If you're here, then you're in for a little bit of a treat, but we can't let you know everything because we have to save some for video, have to save some for pictures, and we have to save some stuff for future storytelling. On paper, maybe... Well, that's if you were to buy it on paper. You know, however which way you get your reading on. But, enough of that. So you know what this is about. This is about our trip to New Mexico. Yay! You're supposed to say yay and cheer and clap. Yay! Yay! Woo! So... Yep, so that's where we have been. Um, pardon our slowness with getting out the uh, the podcast, but as I said, we have not been here. Um, this week we were supposed to do The Walking Dead, but we got a little backed up in a few things. And so um, in the, the Adventure Series on Friday was supposed to have the next video, but what happened to that? You promised them, and then the week came, and now we had a whole week with nothing. Tell them what you did or did not do. What happened to that? We got back like two or three days later than we were supposed to. You said that with a little attitude. What's that got to do with it? You were supposed to be working on the road, homie. Let's go. Let's go. You wanted to edit that whole thing, so get get with the whippage. Get get it happening. You better have it ready for this week. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Anywho. Moving on. To? Other things. What other things? You said we were going to talk about the trip. Are we? I don't know. Are we? I don't know. Are you telling me? So, as I was sitting down thinking of the title, I was like, what could it be? New Mexico, White Sands, which is some hilarity we got to say about that. That's probably some of the stuff we will never put on um, on the video. Because, again, it, there's only so much narration you can do there. And then there's a lot of things that we have the liberty that we can do here in the podcast. Like a few things that we saw when we were at White Sands National Park. We can talk about with you guys and we can have a laugh at that. So... I was thinking of the title, and then I wrote down time, like, what does that even mean? California or bust? So-and-so or bust? And as I looked it up, it means it pr pretty much, you know, we're either going to get there or we're going to go broke doing it. Well, that kind of wasn't what we had in mind. It was either this is going to happen or it's not. And it almost didn't happen, right? 
Yes. Are you going to do one-word answers the entire time we're here? Because then that will become annoying. Um, I don't know. You just have to wait and see. It's a mystery. We'll find out. So, yes, it almost did not happen, but it did. And I think we prepared for, like, three days, and then we left. That's all you got? For now, yes. Well, if you've been following along with the show for a while now, um, when we started out, we started on Tuesday. So the, the whole thing has always been, no matter what happened, we'll always have a Tuesday show because she said, why do it on this day and that day because everybody else. So we'll always have a Tuesday show. Now, Tuesday shows really start out as a venture podcast talking about the stuff we did. Then we branched out. And we did all those other things. Now we branched out to do a lot more things and did it multiple times of this week. Multiple times of the week. We start out together, but as you can see, a lot of times I end up doing a lot of this myself. And um, as we're closing out the year, we're going to have to sit down and talk or think about it as I was thinking about how and when we're going to end season two. Um, should it be December, which is kind of what we did last year. We ended in December, although we started in April. So really our season should go from April to April. But we stopped in December to take a break, to set up everything, and then we're going to come back in January or February. But then we all know what happened down in D.C. So I did one of my um, uh, crazy, what's it called, Crazy Train podcast then. But one of those shows where I addressed the stuff that happened in January and then we didn't come back until February. So that's a lot of few things that's going to be coming up is trying to figure that out. So when it comes to Tuesday, we're pretty much are talking about um, adventures, our hiking and things we've done and something about, you know, just, just our regular normal life. Well, if you've been following along, then you know that this trip to the Midwest or Southwest has been in the works for quite some time. It was actually the trip we were supposed to be doing, not going to New England, and you've heard me repeatedly say that. So this was the one that was supposed to happen. At the beginning of the year, we went backpacking in March, no April, we went backpacking in Tennessee, and that was the longest we had driven together in a while and in a different direction because most of everything we've ever done has been here on the East Coast, Northeast between New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, and that's it, right? New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, yeah. Yeah, all of our hiking, Westchester, all of our hiking stuff have been that way. So we took a chance and it, it was a tough call to get to Tennessee. And I planned it for about maybe two months ahead when we were on that break. And so I really wanted to do this, didn't know we were going to do it, didn't know we were going to have the money to do it, really wanted to do it. And it came down to the point where I agonized over it and wasn't going to go, and then we finally decided to go. Remember that? Yes, I do. And the final planning of that trip went for like two weeks before we packed up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we drove. Um, you can catch that whole, that's like a four-point four series on YouTube, so go over there to the white beard and tk experience and you can find that whole series of our trip to tennessee and backpacking on youtube so this was really the original plan when we came back i was like wow we actually did that i want to do more of that i want to do some more backpacking summer hiking came along we hiked a little bit then we took a break in august because it got too much but just before that said you know what why don't we just go upstate? I wanted to go to Niagara Falls a couple of years ago. And then I wanted to go hike in Arcadia National Park, which we didn't, by the way. And the New England series, the New England trip is coming up. That's the one she's editing and working on right now. And um, in between that was supposed to be, that would have been finished and then some of our summer hiking stuff. But summer hiking never really picked up after we started back in September. Mm -hmm. So we've been pretty much... Um, 
I don't know. It's, just, it's been a rough road getting restarted back into hiking. Let's just put it like that. And um, so what would have happened is, which is probably going to happen, it's going to be back-to-back. You're going to get this and then follow behind that might be the, uh, we're calling it the expedition right now. I'll just leave it at that. I haven't really had a title. The Westward Expansion. <laughs> the Westward Expansion. <laughs> so that's what was supposed to happen. So then we just, on a whim, went to New England. It's like, it's right here. It's only 10 hours away. So we did that whole thing, which was nine days. Yeah. So we tried to encompass all the things we learned from a little bit of traveling and hiking to see how that road trip would go. And then we wanted to move into more dispersed camping. So we stayed in national forests for the first time, which was great. Until you see what happened in Vermont which was lots of rain. So we came back. And then I said, you know what? I really want to do this thing. We should really do this thing. She was all about it at one point, And then I got zero. Zero energy, zero excitement over this whole thing. So even though it was a plan, it now began to start to feel like it was never going to happen. I'll get back more into my whole feelings of everything and how this all went a little bit later on, but I'm just trying to set up for you how all this stuff happened and why it happened the way it did a little bit and I'll get deeper into it as we move on. So we were back here hanging out for about a month or two. Dim was planning it and doing some other stuff and then said, okay, well, we're gonna go or we're not gonna go. What were you saying the entire months we were doing this? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Nothing. Just like the dead air right now. So, go ahead. Don't don't be giving me the look. They can't see you. Okay. So, um, that's what happened. And so through all the stuff, like I said, I'll talk about a little bit later, but I wanted to give you the setup. It got down to the wire of I had everything set up. And then, you know what? I'll do it right here. I decided, okay, I'm going to go. And at one point I said, if she doesn't want to go, I'm going to go by myself. So then as we were planning to do this, we come back and we're starting to get back into hiking. And what was the first injury I had? Your toe? My toe started to hurt out of nowhere and my foot got swollen at a bone that I broke a couple of while uh, a few years ago and that kept me out of commission for a whole week then we would need to get back to the doctor and then something else happened so it was like from one week to the next something slowed it down we were supposed to be leaving in September it never happened and then we get all the way into October I'm like I'm done with this okay let's go this week and then we had some orders of stuff coming in that was supposed to come in that was delayed. So this took us all the way to mid-October to the point where, like I said, at this point I'm looking to her, see if she want to do this, and I just said, forget it, I'm not going. You know, a few people said some things and then it just, it really discouraged me as, you know, we already know about other stuff I have to live with, but, you know, that whole discouragement, I just said, I'm not going to do it. Lo and behold, how many days before I said, we're going? Two. Two days. Half our stuff was already packed that we didn't even unpack from before. So just like, we're going. And that's what we did. Didn't tell anybody. I said I would contact someone from the family. And I, I don't think I did that till we were way away from New York. I think you may have contacted someone. I said, we're out of here. And that's what we did. We hit the road and we traveled... How many miles? 2,000 some odd miles? To get... It was like almost 2,000. Yeah, because it's 4,000 plus. So it was 2,000 something going on, 2,000 coming back. And it was a little longer trip, I think, coming backwards. So, and that's what we did. And that's the setup. And, um, should we take a break here? Yeah. So we can just 
tell you a lot of stuff that happened. So we're going to take a break, give you some information. You hang on and we'll finish this all up for you. Now that we have your attention for the next few seconds, we'd love to invite you to come and follow us and share our adventures over at YouTube at the White Beard and TK Experience where you get to experience the things that we're doing out there on the road, whether it's hiking or taking road trips. So go to YouTube, the White Beard and TK Experience. And as usual, if you have any questions about the podcast, you want to talk to us, maybe you want to have us on your show, maybe you'd like to come and have a discussion with us, you can always reach us at whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. That's whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll talk to you soon. And so just like that, we've returned just for you. Let me start out by saying, if you have never driven across America, you don't know what you're missing. I've said this since we started this podcast, 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 forget it. Um, Get out there, love your neighbor, meet the people, turn off the TV, turn off the YouTube videos, turn off all the social media that has us divided by class, identification, race, and everything else. The internet did not do what it was supposed to do, bring us together. It separates us, but all the algorithms that they have now really make things worse. So you basically just get whatever you were already looking for. So you never get to connect with people. And I've said before, there's nothing better than to connect with people by actually going out and meeting people. So if you have not taken this trip, then I suggest you go and do it. Don't take somebody that you hate, though. Okay. But yes, there are many things to see and many things to do um, along the way. We didn't do many of them going, but we did some of them on the way back. We visited some of them. Um, but like things like the world's largest pistachio, who even thinks of that? Nobody. Like you're walking through your everyday life, and before I told you that there was a world's largest pistachio, you didn't know. You didn't know that. <laughs> you wouldn't know unless you drove to that area. Right. The reason why we didn't do a lot of uh, sightseeing or road trip, whatever you want to call it, going down is because we had 30, 32 hours we had to drive. And yeah. we were originally supposed to be there on, I don't have my phone. Remember the date we were supposed to originally be there? I know oh. we got there was the 12th. 12, 11, 10. 10. It may have been 10. We were supposed to get down there. I booked a campsite. We went to a KOA. Um, you, you guys know we were talking about this since the first time we um, went to Tennessee is when we used them. So we pretty much used them for most of our camping this year, right? Yeah, because we, yeah. we did long-term camping this year. We didn't do holiday camping. Um, and so we've been using Campgrounds of America the entire time. And so I had booked a site for us from that Sunday, the 10th of October, and we were supposed to be leaving on the Thursday. I think it was Thursday. And um, so we had a couple of hours. We had 30-something hours. I was trying to hustle and see how long it took. Well, if you look at Google, it'll say that it'll take a day in. What is it? I don't know what 30 hours is. Um, it was like a day and, and a half a day. It was like a day and, and eight hours, something like that. Whatever it was. So I was trying to get down there in 24 hours. We left Saturday. Not as early as I wanted to, but I figure I can drive nearly 24 hours. We can sleep somewhere we can go. Not so. <laughs> because... 
It's no way in the world you can drive all the way throughout the night and the next day being one driver and doing it. And I didn't want to take her out there because although she's working on her license, she hasn't drove, driven over how many miles per hour? Thirty-five. Thirty-five miles per hour on city streets, and she hasn't been on the highway. You literally can't go more than thirty-five miles per hour on a street on a New York City street. You go over thirty-five miles per hour. What the? The rapture happened. There's there must be nobody on the street. Yeah. So and she hasn't had any highway driving. So we're gonna try to take care of that this time. And so I didn't want to take her out and have her drive. Um, I figured when we get to New Mexico, I'd find some place for her to drive at, and we did more on that later. So, I was like, this is not the place to test because if she's not capable of doing this, driving at high speeds, more on that one a little bit later, then we might not have made it. So, I pushed my body to get there, and we missed the window on Sunday. So I gave him a call and said, we probably won't make it to Monday. So the person said, would you like us to change your reservation? I said, sure. So I changed the reservation to Monday instead of Sunday. I'm like, okay, that works for us. So we hustling, 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 hustling. And Monday comes and we don't make it. We didn't arrive until Tuesday. Lesson learned, people. You can't get across the entire know half the country. Know your limits, my friend. <laughs> know your limits and know you're not going to make it in the two days or a day and a half. I mean, even with two drivers, I think that would have been a lot for one person to switch off and then do the driving because you get so tired. And um, the places that we were driven, a little bit later we'll get into that, you'll see it's like, it's, it's a gigantic headache. And so, he's like blind. Your mom was blind. <laughs> so, we didn't get in until Tuesday late morning, but, and so, that was the first mistake, was thinking that it could be done in less time, or you could just drive all the way through. Because it's not even about the driving time. Also, there's the stops. Yeah, the stops. You stop for lunch, and all of a sudden, an hour and a half goes by. Right. And unless you're going to stop every stop for 15 minutes and keep on moving, you know, that adds up for 15 minutes, adds up to an hour of you stopping your drive time. And depending on where you're going, um, that could really mess you up. One thing that really messed us up was we jumped two or three time zones. Two. Two time zones. So it's like I started driving at eight o'clock in the morning. I get over to your state and it's still what? Then I get to Texas and it's I'm like, no, no, I've been driving for four hours. And let me tell you something. When you are sleep deprived, nothing makes any sense. I'm like, well, wait, I've been driving since wait, I lost this time, but I don't understand. And then your body is going, wait, it's time for my nap. But like now, nah, it's just the morning time. You've got to keep going. And when you have no sleep, it's insane. She gets to sleep as a passenger, and I had very little sleep, especially going down. I, we drove through most of Saturday until, we do, do you remember when we first stopped? My brain was so foggy. Uh, well, our first stop was at, it was in like Jersey. Because we stopped for breakfast or something and then after that was pennsylvania and then but that's not where we stopped and slept oh um somehow i feel it was virginia probably because i think we went straight through virginia through tennessee mostly then we slept some time in tennessee for a little bit and then we got up i don't know where we got the first hotel room at that was in Texas, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in Texas. I couldn't take it anymore, people. And then um, we slept a little bit. We got up and drove. We stayed in rest stops. And then we drove through to, I believe, Arkansas was the next one after that. So that was a big, the first big mistake, trying to push through and think that it could be done in a shorter time. 
and it couldn't. And then we learn on the back, coming back even more. So we stop, we got through, where do we go? So that was a reason for, that was a reason for not really stopping and doing, you know, the sort of travelers thing going down because I was trying to get where we needed to be at a certain time. And we were supposed to spend the bulk of our time down in New Mexico so we can go see White Sands National Park and then Carlsbad um, Caverns. But we, we took Carlsbad off the table because the it was on the other side of New Mexico and to get to White Sands was going to be three to four hours so we scratched off Carl's bed and said well this was the main trip was to be at this national park and so that's what we were doing we were hustling to get down there and made it to New Mexico New Mexico yes you said New Mexico. That's not what you didn't say. New Mexico. I said New Mexico. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yes, we did stop a couple times, and we drove through. Past. We drove past Nashville. I would not like to drive through Nashville. Not Nashville. Sorry. Wrong state. What? Dallas. That's what it was. Both of them. Anyway, I would not like to drive through Dallas. No, no, no. Stop at Arkansas when we first got there. If you follow Instagram, you'll see that I put a post that was like, it was a point of no return. Mm -hmm. When we got to Arkansas, who was the first thing you did? Um, I said, never in my life, for any reason, would I think that I would be in Arkansas. That's what she said. And it was at that moment I decided, and I've said this, I've written this down and said, that's when I said, let's just keep going. Because you guys know what's been my struggle for the past year. And so I literally had a couple of panic attacks driving. Um, I had already, if you, bits of this was on Instagram, but see now when you're here with a podcast, you have a little bit more time. So you could say a lot more and have, you can expand on that. Um, what happened to me mentally was I was so down and in a dark place that driving, I had second guess, third guess, fourth guess, every single thing I was doing, going down there. I remember one trip she was saying, you know, her whole thing about what would happen if, what did you say? If somebody died and you weren't there. Right. And I'm like, well, if someone died and we weren't there, they would still be dead. Now, that may seem cynical and cold to you, but that is the truth. And then that's not what you were saying. I was talking about the other thing you said. What if something happened to me? To which I said, well, you get in the car, you start it up, and you just drive. You get to where you need to go. Get me to the hospital, something else like that. And that's one of the reasons why we have a first aid kit in the car. And we've been looking at some first date videos and I've been wanting to do this for two years now. This is this this the end of this will be the second year of taking wilderness training because we hike a lot, but we've been doing a lot of local hiking and not really thinking that one of us could get injured. But now we've been doing this for close to five years and I'm getting older and an injury can happen. So I've been wanting to take wilderness training classes, but then 2020 came and screwed everything up. And so you can only do it online if you could. And so I said, while we're back here now during the fall, this is a good time to find a spot to take wilderness classes, wilderness training, so that you know what to do and have some somewhat medic training. So that's part of the idea of what to do while we're back here getting wintered down, getting to the dentist and the doctor and, you know, working out and continue fall hiking. But so that was one of her things. Well, what if something happened to you? And the other thing was, if something happens to somebody while we're not here, well, that's not going to change anything. And so I'm, I'm going through this whole mental exercise that was stopping me from wanting to go. And at one point she's falling, she's asleep and I'm falling asleep and I can't, you know, I can't keep my eyes straight. I'm like, well, we need to pull over for a bit. 
and but the, but these thoughts just kept coming in this mistake you're not going to make it what if you're not going to make it you're not going to make it this and I'm like I'm, I, it was terrifying and I had my first panic attack at the beginning I didn't tell her I had my first panic attack and I was like what the heck is going on my chest was hurting all these things as we were going through so when we get to Arkansas that morning we're going through Tennessee, by the way. We, we've, we've been to Easton, but we haven't gone to Weston. So we're going through where there's Nashville and some other stuff. I'm going, man, this, this place smells so good and green. And um, I, we pulled over, I think, later on in Tennessee somewhere. and then We got a hotel in Tennessee because we drove. There was no hotels outside of Tennessee. And then we stopped and then we drove all night into Tennessee. And then we stopped. Are you sure? I thought the first... Hotel was in Texas? No. It was in Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. And then um, we got up and we, and we left. So we get to Arkansas. She jumps out the car. And I'm looking at this thing like, wow, I did it. We, <laughs> we, we really did it. And this is what I'm thinking. And I'm looking at the thing. We pull over. There was another truck over there, wasn't there? I have a feeling there was another guy. It was a car. It was a car. Someone was sleeping in it. And we got there and... Um, by the way, the sun rises in the what? East, and it sets in the west. west. That was the longest time in all my life I have waited for the sun to come up, and it never did. We drive for hours and hours and hours when the sun should have been up, and the sun never came up. That's, yeah. that's a twilight zone right there. Wow. You jump in time it's like zones. like 8 in the morning and still dark. Uh, yeah. It was crazy. It was like, why? Why is it the sun up? Hey, we've been driving for hours. The sun has already been up back at back in New York, but no. So, um, which is so weird, because like if you think about it, I'm like, well, I was up before the sun was up, and I live in the middle of the. Well, that's not really that early. Gotcha. Because <laughs> the sun doesn't rise till eight. So technically, you were up late. Yeah. That may have been the first time that we changed our clock because my watch was still having New York time. But, and, um, yeah, so we got out the car and said, you know what, let's eat this time. It's like, it should be six o'clock according to my watch, so let's have some breakfast. Then we pulled out, was it cornflakes? I wrote it was cornflakes. It was frosted flakes. Yes, it was frosted flakes we had. And it was, was it, was it nice and warm out that day? No, it was chilly. With the blowing wind. The bowls were blowing everywhere. Yes, we had, we used the paper the the uh, paper bowls, the foam bowls, and they were getting blowed, blowed away trying to put the cereal in it. But we had cereal in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. The best tasting bowl of cornflakes I've had. So we're standing there, and then she says that, and I said, you know what? Yeah, we're going to push on. And so we did. So we leave Arkansas, and we start moving more southwest now, and we hit Texar County? Texar, Kansas. Texarkana, Canna, whatever. Tropicana. <laughs> so we hit Texas. I've heard comedians say this. I've written this down. I, but you guys have not heard us on the podcast. I have heard comedians say this. I've heard other people say this. What is the Texas uh, uh, um, speed limit that we saw? 80? I don't know. I may have seen 80, but it has been, it was 70 and 75. If you were driving 75 miles an hour going from all of Texas from east to west down to the bottom, because we did the whole thing. All the way down to the bottom near near the border came up into New Mexico. How many days do you think it would have taken us? Like at least two. Yeah. And no one, no one is driving when we went from 40 to 30, right? Which I think it was 30. No one is driving on 30 going through Texas at 75. Everybody down there was driving at 100. And it's not even like, because um, when you're merging on, 
they have these lanes, these roads, I forgot what they're called. Anyway, so like they're for you to get onto the interstate or like onto that road. And it's not like when you're exiting and you have to go 20 miles per hour. You have to go faster. Yeah. To catch up with the speed of every other car. And it was insane. I'm like, man, I, I love it when I can hit and I can push 100. But that's usually a little brief stretch of some straight road when we're going from here to Pennsylvania or something like that. And I'll do it for like a minute. But this was going on for hours. For hours. 90 and 100. And I was using that cruise control like it was my best friend to rest up my kneecap. So, and it took us 16 to 17 hours to leave Texas. What you think about that? Um, <laughs> I don't want to do it again. Why not? That's too much Texas for me in one day. Mm-hmm. It looked nice. The people were nice. But it just, it took so long. It felt like I was never going to leave. Like, can you imagine somebody living at the bottom of Texas? And they're like, I want to move, but I don't have enough money for a plane ticket. I have to drive out of Texas. Yes. They call a few states the flyover state. Texas should be the state you fly over. I can pretty much guarantee that people from West Texas have probably net, met, never met anyone from East Texas. And the people from North have never seen anybody in the South part of Texas. And anybody in the middle, good luck. But it's insane. Texas is its own little country. It really is. There, there, now, now I understand it, and now I get the now I get the comedians who used to say, "You can't drive that. You have to get to 100, else you never get out of Texas." It took us 17, about 16, 17 hours, and Texas is pretty much flat. It's just a flat, a flat plain where we were going through, and we were going through in the middle of the night. Um, there are a lot of oil fires, or you can see like the oil light from wherever the wells are in certain spots that we were going to. But it's pitch black. The only thing you can see are the car lights. And you can see some parts of civilization way in the back. Like like a postcard. And you see like a little picture, a little lamp at the bottom of the postcard. I can't explain it. But here's the thing. The distance that you have to get to get there is... Uh, what do you call that? It's... Uh, it's not trickery. It's, uh, I got it. What's the word? I don't know. It's, it's not an illusion. It's, oh my gosh. It's right there. It looks, it looks like it's close. You see all these bright lights. I'm like, okay, that's a, probably a city we could stop. You see all of them like, okay, you can stop there. No, you will be going for two hours before you get there. And the one thing I was very concerned about going and taking this trip was we wanted, I wanted to get a roof basket so I can put up a gas can and some extra water up there uh, so we would have enough water to make it this whole trip. I knew at some point we were going to be in the desert and we would have enough gas. Thankfully, it only happened coming backwards when we almost ran out of gas before stuff. But thankfully, I was smart enough because I'm anal that way. To not let that tank get down to a quarter. Because mm -hmm. as I said, you could be driving for about two hours before you get somewhere and that could be a hundred plus miles or so um, to get out of Texas. So we kept topping off every chance I could possibly get to get out of Texas. But it's flat. Um, it's, it's beautiful places that we saw in the daylight. Because <laughs> most of the driving through Texas was at night. You were saying something else about it? Or what do you want to say about that time? No, that was it. What about Dallas? I said it already. Okay, yeah. we. I have, I have a cousin who lives in Texas and had a whole family out there. But we drove through Dallas and I was like, Ew! Ew! Oh, God, I don't want to be here. 
because it was like we just left the city. Let me tell you something, people. I want to go to L.A. I want to go to New York. Ah, I'm going to say this living from a, from a city area. If you've been to one city, they all look exactly alike. Congested, traffic, buildings, people. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. And we have been traveling for hours in like, you come through all the green forests from Tennessee to near Oklahoma, not Oklahoma, we went to Arkansas, and then you hit this whole plain area in Texas. So now it's just wide open space and barely any people until you stop. So when we get into Dallas, I'm like, oh God, I don't want to be here. Then we got stuck in traffic in Dallas, right? Yeah. As we were making our way out. Where did we stop at? Find anything interesting that we stopped at the gas people's? Um, yes. We stopped at this place that was like an inn. Oh, ooh. Yeah, that place. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady was selling the soap that another lady was making. Uh, but she had recently sold the company, but it's the same ingredients. Uh, and then she also sold Dr. Pepper's cake. Which I never heard of, but I did hear of the Dr. Pepper story, which was not too far from where we were, which was the original one that sold the actual sugar and stuff in it, which was right right around the, not right around the corner, but it was, it was very close. I just saw a documentary on that a year ago. Um, and it was right in that area in Texas where we were, that closed down and then someone else took over the plant. We all know now that, you know, American soda companies are trying to kill us all, which is what I told the lady. I said, you know, we had to go to the store and get a Mexican soda or a soda produced in Mexico that had sugar in it. And I'm like, why are the American companies trying to kill us? Fake sugar and everything, the stuff that they put in our food that other countries will not allow to happen. I think it's in England, the UK, where they don't allow you to fortify cereal. So you're not getting vitamin fortified cereal. Everything has to be natural. So it was crazy, but what she's not telling about that story is we rolled into this store and, um, by the way, just progressed. We get out as we move further and further away from New York, right? You walk into a store with your mask on, you're the only one going, what just happened? <laughs> it's like a twilight zone. And so... <laughs> one point she forgot it was like just forget it there's nobody wearing anything around here we go to the store and um i spotted this hotel or this inn that looked like it was still stuck in 1800s in the back of where they had this gas station restaurant store thing convenience store and out front was a man sitting on the porch big fella He's just staring out with his big old beard. And I walked up and I'm like, man, I'm going to go check out that store. Then I saw, I'm like, uh, maybe I might not go in the store. Now, if he got a shotgun on his lap, I might want to take another route. Came in. I said, how you doing? He said, all right. Yeah, all right. Something like that. He said to me, I was like, mm. And we went in and then we get inside. There's two ladies inside. One older woman sitting inside a chair. She kept staring at me while we were talking to the younger lady, who I think is probably married to the guy who was sitting outside. And they were talking and I said something about the older lady. I'm like, yeah, she looked like back in the day she was saying a few things to some neighbor she ain't like. But yeah, so it was, it was like we took a step back into the Western days mm -hmm. in that one little store. But yeah, that's all the part she left out. Gone. That's all I have to say about Texas. So that was one of the first stops that we made. We ended up buying some soap. Yeah. In a, a box of pizza. And then we pushed on and uh, made our way further south. Turned the corner into New Mexico. Where immediately, I think it started at the Probably oh, before we got first, out of Texas. There was a guy at a gas station that was like, don't stop in El Paso. Keep driving. Just, just drive right through it. 
I'm like, well, I was going to El Paso, but okay. I didn't tell you this, but there was a mass shooting in El Paso. Okay. Before we went there. Why did he tell you not to? And who was this man? Because, folks, this keeps happening to her. This was just the first time. We're going. Who was this man talking to you? It was just a guy at a gas station. Go on. I have never met him before in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And he just struck up a conversation with me. Every time I stop, some old, some older gentleman is talking. I'm walking out. I come out. Who the heck is this? What's going on? What's happening? You gonna take care of this gal right here? I'm like, yes, sir. I will. And um, yeah, so we make our way down to New Mexico, and I think it was probably around the end of Texas um, when the nose started to get dry. When was your nose starting to dry out in your throat? At the bottom of Texas. Yeah, and I said, you know, I'm starting to get that Vegas throat. So that's one of the first things we noticed when we got around New Mexico in that desert area is that the air was very, very dry. So our nose was kind of burning and hurting because it was very dry. The skin was sort of dry, but not that much. As the, I think the, the worst thing was the nose and my throat. Um, my hands at one point started like healing. Yeah. It's so so dry. Yeah, and there's nothing but sun too. So you got the sun hanging over your head with no real cover, which is fine. I took off my hat. I know people say wear it, but I was soaking up all that vitamin D. Because just like we're standing now in this apartment, in the city, we have no sunlight. This is why, if you notice, a lot of people have been in urban areas and city areas are being prescribed to take vitamin D. Because we don't get any sun. We're always covered in buildings. And when you do get in the street, you have no real direct also sunlight. because we're on the coast, so the weather's different. A lot more rain. Even so, there's no real sun because it's blocked out by all the buildings. So we were out there with wide open sun. So we get to New Mexico, and I've been checking the weather all week, and I knew it was going to be a windy day one day, and I figured we'd go to Carlsbad and be in the caverns because that will be underground. We'll be fine. But since we missed the window on that and we swapped that out, we actually landed on the second day that wind was coming. Now, when I looked at my the, the thing, the weather, I didn't see what we experienced. Because we got to New Mexico and the sun was just coming out when we got to that rest stop. The welcoming center. We got some really great shots of that. Mm-mm. That was still Texas. How you know? Because that was the El Paso area. The sign said, welcome to New Mexico. That's what I'm talking about when we got there. The sun was already up. So, we get in and um, you go ahead about the what happened when we got to the campsite. Oh, um, so we get there and we check in and everything's fine and first of all they have like they had like a bunch of stuff in there that you could buy and yes oh yes i did buy a decent amount of things we're not going to talk about that anyway so we set up and we're you know we're getting stuff out of the car everything's fine everything is dandy no other people in the tent sites just us by the way we were the only ones that actually had a tree that gave us some shade um but yes so we're taking some out of the car everything's fine whatever and we're gonna set up the tent so take out the tent by the way little information right at the beginning how you know the wind was bad the tent pole bag went missing. It probably flew away, as did the tarp bag, which was a, a trash bag, was also missing after the windstorm. Anyway, moving on. We were trying to put down the tarp and it was like really windy and it's like, okay, whatever. Usually the tarp is kind of a struggle in the wind. Anyway, we'll move on. 
I said, let me put down the good stakes because these cheap metal ones are bent and they're not working. So I do that. Um, still didn't put down one of the, the pegs in the corner of the tarp. So, we were, so when, when we left, the corner was not taken down. We're also but, pitching a tent on a tent pad, which was not regular dirt. Uh, was it gravel we were on? Um, it was rocks. It was, more, it was more of like a gravel pad. We've done it on mulch, and we've done it on regular grass pads, but this was not grass. This was more like a, a pebble, small pebbles and bigger pebbles outside of the campsite. Um, so look over in the distance. The dust in the sand is starting to kick up, and the view is blocked by all of this dust and sand in the wind. Tell me that that is not threatening. I was, I wasn't scared, but I was a little bit disturbed. I had never seen that in my entire life. You know, you see like heat waves in the distance and that's kind of crazy. That's how you know it is hot. But that was very crazy. Unless you've seen Indiana Jones when they've had sandstorms. <laughs> Um, I was just like, man, feeling like feeling like I'm in the army right now. Um, but tried to set up a tent. It was just not working. And then we finally got it up, but we got it. We put it in wrong, all wrong. Um, tent peg, tent poles went in when they were not supposed to go in. And we got it up. We stake it down. We put out the guard wires, one of which was tied to the table, and the wind was blowing. Right. Now, there was a struggle holding this up. And I knew that her arms were too short and she wasn't strong enough to do it. So she did the pegs while I'm holding up the pole. At one point, the wind blew and it was like a kite. And I'm holding onto the pole and I leaned forward, almost took off my feet as the wind yanked the tent. Did you tell her how much, how, how, what was what we found out the wind was? The windstorm was how many miles per hour? Like 25. 25 to 30 miles an hour. I think it was when I looked at it again, it was like 30 at about 1 p.m. So 30 mile per hour winds, and we're put, putting up this tent. Um, so the tent is all put up. The fly is on. I go get the box. You know, I'm like, well, we could just put the stuff up in here. Get the box with all the bedding in it. Get the two chairs that we have. I'm sitting there. And I'm just like, I'm done at this point. Um, I'm holding up one at one wall of the tent. <laughs> with the back with sitting my in body. the chair. <laughs> and I thought everything would be fine. No. No, the tent started to collapse around us multiple times. No matter how many times we pushed it back up. So we did not set up the inside of the tent and we left outside. Um, stayed like that most of the day. Um, Pretty much nine hours. I counted it how, how long it took, and it was nine hours. From the time that we got there until maybe, I think it was 8 o'clock at night it died down, when the sun went down. Mm -hmm. And then it was like 15 miles an hour. But those pegs never came out of the ground. No, they did not. And our tent did not break. It folded, went in all kinds of different geometric things, and laid down, laid all the way down. And then we just went in it popped back up. Thank you, Eureka tent makers. Um, we ate lunch in that tent as it was trying to collapse on us. Um, but yeah, that Which is, was fun. that is the story of the struggle against the tent. It also happened a couple days after that. The tent did collapse again. But for less but then, time. Yeah. But yeah, but that's not all. We were sitting inside the tent. Tired is all get out. And I think that it finally caught up with us because we were delirious in laughing while we're eating, trying to hold the thing, getting smacked in the head with the pole. One of us got hit really, was it you? Me, multiple I, times. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember, to be honest. I was, I needed some serious sleep. But yeah, so that was our first night. We get there and that was night number one. And so I went to buy some wood, not really sure we we're going to be able to start a fire that night. I don't remember if we did or not. 
But, you know, the next day was like, okay, let's put in some plans to go out to White Sands National Park, or should I just say White Sands. And so we started getting ready to do different things. But, yeah, and um, it was interesting. And we woke up every morning, and we had tea in the car to get warm because at night it was cold. Mm-hmm. It was cold. And every morning, what did we see? What? The lady, our neighbor. Oh, she was doing the same cardio exercise that we do. Yes, outside her RV, they had this big old uh, TV screen, and every morning she get up, turns it on, goes back inside, comes back out and start her workout for her, her two miles because she was like out there for a half an hour. So by the time we got warm from the tea and was ready to cook breakfast, she had just finished. This was every morning we were there. What are the interesting things? Oh, there were a few other tent- tenters. A few tenters. And one couple, their tent broke. First of all, they had an Ozark Trails tent. From Walmart. That was your first mistake. Yeah. If you're listening to this, that is, you never do that. Ozark no. Trails is a terrible company. We got there a day after, and the guy was looking. I said, hey, hi, or whatever it was. They have such weird accents. It's like in between a, a Mexican accent and, and what we see on TV as, as Indians or Native American accent. It's really, really weird, the South Southwestern accent. But it's really cool. So the guy was saying hi, and I said, are we? Because there was no one else on the tents in the whole section. <laughs> so it was like, um, are we the only ones? He's like, no. I'm like, I'm thinking, is this a bad omen? And so later on, the lady was telling us that a group of bikers were in there just before we got there, and they had their whole section, and the wind blew, and she was, and they were like, you know, backpacking tents. She said her and her husband backpacked. So they were just out there in the tents, like, I could never do that. But they were there, they packed up, and they rode out. And so, but after we got there, maybe a day or so, mm-hmm. or that same day, like you were saying, going with the couple. Um, yeah, so their tent broke, and they had to go rent a cabin at at this campground that we were at. And then they had to go get another tent to sleep in. Yeah. And so he came to talk to me about the tent. He said, what, what, what kind of tent you got there? And I said, well, I got this from so-and-so. So we started talking, and we were, we, was, we was just talking for a while. He talked about him and his wife and where they were from. And he was going to a, a convention. He was actually from Louisiana, New Orleans. And him and his wife, you know, he brought her along. They were going to go to um, a local convention for some sort of, and I, and I know the company he's talking about too, for uh, some sort of money market company. And then he was going to go up to see his sister who lives up, and I forgot what area they were. No, no. Uh, his sister lives in Texas. I forgot what part. So they were going backwards. I think they were going to go backwards. They were going to go that way and go backwards over to um, Tulsa. Not Tulsa, but they were going to go backwards and go back to Louisiana. So that was a really great time talking with him. And um, he actually came up to me later on, and we were talking about something else before he gave me some wood. And he said, y'all need some wood? I'm like, uh, um, no, we fine. He said, well, I got I, I got a couple of pieces, and um, we're going to be leaving. I said, okay. So I walked with him to go and get it. And he said, you know, I would give it to somebody else, something like that. But but we know y'all. Y'all family, something like that. I was like, okay. And so we got the word. I went to go get it. He picked up all of it and brought it and dropped it and dropped it down to where we were. And um, that was just that was just awesome. But what else? A dog barked at me. That dog was about to lose his teeth. <laughs> yeah, man. I was going to the bathroom in the morning and he just started barking. I'm just like, man. Listen, I will feed you dog treats if you don't stop barking at me, okay? I will be nice to you. Please. I just want to be friends with all the dogs in the entire world. I mean, we had a nice spot, but I really wish we were on the other wall. There was this other side where the RV were, and it was like right on top of the hill, and you could see all the way out across that whole area of, uh, what was this town we were staying in? Las Cruces. Yeah, Three Crosses. Um, and it was a beautiful sight to wake up in the morning to see, but we were always so cold in the morning that we first got up and sat in the car to warm up 
before we did anything else. And, um, yeah. It was great. Our neighbors were really, really cool. They would talk to us. I saw this couple. Um, there was only one people who didn't say anything to us. Oh, it was two. One, because they left the same day. And, by the way, they left something behind on the table. Well, they started to put up their tent, but the wind was blowing. It was like they just gave up. I'm like, ah, you suckers. <laughs> yeah. And they just left. And then there was another couple that just kind of watched everybody and didn't ever speak to anyone. Yeah, that's the ones I was talking about. Mm-hmm. There, there was that. That was that. Everybody else was warming, inviting, or just walking by and just wave good morning and go about their business. But it took a couple of days before we're running into people. It's like one night, you know, we went to the store and I was like, huh, found some box wine. I was like, okay, let me get some. No, I found a bottle of wine. It was 2016. I should have kept the bottle. And so I'm in the back of the car trying to hide, right? And the guy walks up. Yeah, that's it. Have a glass. And he started talking, and he walked off, and I turned around a little bit later on that night because I was like, I'm so tired, I need some sleep. Later on, here comes this couple. They're going into the pool. They got a couple of beers in their hands, another couple walking around. Everybody was just casually just walking and just enjoying themselves. But we became the talk of the town. Because everybody walked by and saw our tent struggling. Struggling. They saw us struggling to put it up and saw our tent struggling in the wind while we were surrounded by RVs, just savages. And so we were still standing. So everybody was talking about us. They all came up and said, wow, you guys are amazing. It's all... And so we, 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 were, we were pretty uh, we, we were pretty famous. Mm-hmm. And then we were the only people with New York plates that really made us famous. You from New York? Yes, I am. Yeah. So, what else? That's it. That's not it. For we the, did a whole for lot the more. Campsite. Well, that yeah, that's it for the campsite. Oops, this is getting pretty long. Want to come back for a part two? Sure. Yes. Hey, I learned something. That sand is cold. <clears throat> Why are you laughing at me? Everything is cold without heat applied to it. No, but sand is usually hot. I've never been on sand and it was cold in my life. Shut up. Okay. Well, it, I You've mean, You've never maybe... walked on sand that was in the shade? No. When would I be in a beach at night? In the shade. We have. We went to... A, I've we, never been on the beach where there's shade. We went to Rocky Neck State Park and we camped. They had. They have a beach. And we walked and they have... Uh, it's like a path, not a pathway, but there's like an arch that you have to walk through. And the sand is a little bit covered in the shade. And you walk on it and the sand isn't hot. Whatever. Is it cold? Yes. It's cold? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. yes. I'm not listening to you anymore. So, um, before we go to White Sands, you know, we'll cut this off. We'll turn this to a two-parter, and maybe we can get through the whole rest of the half of this, the, the return trip. But before we leave, we found this little place. Um, a lot happened while we were down there. Uh, where did we get the tacos from? The, I want a taco. Ricardo's Taco Shop. Ricardo's Taco Shop. What color was this place? Yellow. It was all yellow in the middle of a ghost town, pretty much. Well, it wasn't a ghost town. There was a lot of people there. No, most of the stuff on that strip was closed down and abandoned. Right, but there were a lot of people there. It wasn't a ghost town. Yeah. And you want to hear something that we th- we thought was hilarious? <laughs> Where was the taco? Maybe. Next to what? Oh. The reason why you said it's probably good we can eat there. Go ahead and tell them. Because they were right next to the, um, like, you know, the food inspection people. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this has to be at least decent because the they, FDA. Won't, they won't be too quick to, you know, not shut you down if something is wrong. They're right across the street. Yeah. And the guy was so happy we rolled up. You know, so, Ha! What do you call me? You said you called me. I was paying Amigo. attention. Amigo, what do you want? 
And so we're ordering what we wanted. And what did you what did you have me order? You had uh, we uh, we got chimichangas because he got one from a gas station, and like it was decent, but you could tell that it came from a, a box in the frozen section. But we was because, I was I was hungry, so because, I brought something because I've had a chimichanga at a Mexican restaurant <laughs> ran by Mexicans, and it did not taste like that. It wasn't that size, and the ingredients were not smooth. <laughs> But it tasted good, and I liked it, but I wouldn't call that a chimichanga. Anyway, so we get to this place, we went to the drive-thru, and I'm like, we have to get you your first official chimichanga, the, like a real one. And so I got carne asada, and you got beef. Something. But he had a chunk of chicken in his, which I guess is kind of a good thing, you know, that it didn't come out of a box, because a machine would never let that happen. Yes. Somebody made that with love and care. Yes, the thing, we could have just shared one. We could have just shared one. He's like, you want some green sauce? What is it? Salsa verde. Salsa verde. Uh, whatever. I. The green salsa and the red salsa. Right. And so that stuff was on it. We could have broke that up in half and split that between each other instead of buying it. This thing it was... It kind of got a little soggy, though, because we waited to get all the way back to the campsite before eating it. It was huge. Huge. But you could tell it was made with love because it tastes really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, tastes, it tastes good. I didn't finish mine's. I, I got did. I got maybe halfway through mines. I was gonna save it, but I'm like, wait, we got no refrigerations or where to put this at. Oh, we had the cooler, and um, I only ate half. I couldn't make it through the rest of that, anyway. And so that was uh, a local spot we went to while we were down there in the uh, crosses. Um, you know what? Let's end here, because my stomach is bugging me. I think I'm probably he needs to put some food in it. Ooh, we should have some tortellini. Ooh, no, we shouldn't. Why? I'm going to make it. No. Yep. You said we're going to have the grilled cheese. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. This. Why are we talking about this on the mic? Let's go. So, people, come back and we'll finish this up with some more things that we did, some people that we met, and our experience down there and White Sands. I mean, this was just the beginning. As you can see, we could probably write a book on this. But, and so, um, yeah. Today's show was kind of unplanned. I just wanted to, to, to make sure you guys had something and knew where we were and why you haven't heard from us in a while. So come back later on this week. I don't know when we're going to do this because um, when we came back, the Puddle Jumper's been making some weird sounds. She said it sounds like a motorcycle. And so I'm taking her into the doctor's tomorrow to get her all checked out, her engine and everything else, because we needed an oil change while we were down there. Didn't get it until the return trip when we hit uh, Missouri. And yeah, that was an experience too. So we'll see you later on this week for part two of, I forgot what the title this was. Whatever the title was. Y'all have a good day and we'll see you soon. Say goodbye, kid. Bye.